This is Gray Man Media Content. I'm Jessica. I'm Devin. We founded a media company to help promote local artists and goof off with our friends. It's not always easy running all these shows, but we decided to add another to our list. This is The Other Show. Hello. Welcome back. We're still in the same clothing because it's still the same week for us. Same day, even. Some might say same hour. <laughs> we just rasta, wrapped up. Hmm, we, we just, just rasted up. We just wrapped up the last week's episode and we're going to do it again now. It's the other show. And I forgot the intro comes before everything I said. So what are we covering today, you Jessica? You have crazy eyes when you were saying that. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, he's gone rogue. What well, are we covering today? Well, today we want, I wanted to talk about this because we've been recent over the last months. It's taken us months to do this. Been watching Star Wars with the boys. Ah, uh, yes. Little by little by little. Yes. We finally got through all the movies. Like, like all the, what, one through nine Right, one through uh-huh. nine, solo, Rogue One, yep. and then now we're on Mandalorian, and we also did Boba Fett, the one episode that's come out for us so far. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll review probably be it on when a couple the season's of over. Yeah, we'll get to that once the season's over, but right now we've only seen one episode, that's where we're at, but we've been watching it, and it made me think about this, because this is something similar that my dad did, and I don't know like if your mom or dad ever like, like kind of spent that time with that, about the whole like passing down your likes and it dislikes to your kids mostly your likes yeah i'm just confused by this entire thing because this is what you do with everybody this isn't even just something that you do with like your kids it's something you do with your friends as well or your your significant others well with those it's more of just like you want to show them this because like you think it's cool like when it's your children at least i've noticed with myself like i feel more proud or more happy with it when i'm doing it with them and like passing it down if that makes sense Okay, like, so what, uh, what is the different? I don't understand what the difference in your feeling or or your approach in the way that you're giving it to the kids than you are, say, me. Well, that's a lot more similar because we're married. Okay, well, what but about like, a fr- okay? What about I'm a giving friend? to a friend? It's more of just like I want to see if you're gonna like this and like yada yada. But like when you really like something or like the kids really like something that I'm trying to like show you from my past, I don't know. It gets a different feeling. Okay, I'm on board. I understand what you're saying. I think I just approach this in a similar manner, no matter what. I think that the only thing that might be different is that is the way I react when it's when it's not received. Like, if I show, if I show John something, and John could take or leave it, ah, eh, that sucks. It, it would have been fun to like bond over or talk about, but I'm gonna get over it. Whereas if I show you something. And it's like, it'd be cool if like me and you both liked this and it'd be cool if we could bond over this and you don't like it. And it sucks a little bit more. It's even worse with the kids. Yeah. <laughs> I see. Like there's just a level of intensity and with us doing the Star Wars thing, cause I don't know if your family did that. If y'all, your family growing up was big Star Wars or if it was just you. Uh, well, so my understanding and my memory is flawed to say the least. Uh, my understanding is, is that my family father enjoyed star wars i know for a fact that i first watched star wars with my father um but i don't really know i don't really know how big of a fan he was i definitely just became a big geek about it because not even any of my friends really liked it really yeah it was just something i I just kind (laughs) of got into my mom did was not a fan 
Your mom didn't like Star Wars? I don't think... She, I don't want to put words into her mouth in case she ever listens to this episode. <laughs> I doubt it, but just in case. I don't think she was, like, not not a fan. And I think she does like the, like, newer stuff that they've done. I don't think she was a fan. I don't think she's a fan. She, she, she enjoyed it, but it was just because she could take it or leave it. Yeah. I guess that makes sense. With me growing up, like, my dad was obsessed with Star Wars. Lucky. He was obsessed that he was way more obsessed with Star Trek, which I got into for a while when I was a kid. But then I started watching Star Wars with him, and I was like, I like this better. Yeah. This, the swords are kind of better than comms. <laughs> <laughs> I like seeing the shiny sword. Well, that's then I to do be like expected for pushing a, buttons and tell me to beam me up. <laughs> that's for a, that's to be expected for a child. Oh, yeah, but like, growing up, I don't. I I loved that I did that with my parents, and then my dad kind of got me into it because mm. I I think my mom could take or leave it as well i don't think my mom really cared and so like doing this with the boys is a lot of fun because you love star you know way more about star wars than i do i loved it but i mostly know the movies you've like read books you see like and know some of the lore on all these planets and i'm like i know what a lightsaber looks like and i know what some of the main characters are and i love that but you know a lot more (laughs) well so there's this uh there's like this thing about like the more you know, the more you understand how little you know. Yeah. And it's like, I used to think that I was like this real big, like Star Wars nerd. And then as I got more and more into the deeper dives of like the lore and stuff, I realized how much Star Wars there is out there. <laughs> I don't know very much. There's so much Star Wars there out is. there. It's There's ridiculous. To, for any one person to say that they're like, I mean, I guess besides, you know, maybe George. But even that, like he's, they've canonized some fan stuff that he didn't yeah. even write, and I guarantee some of it he's not even read. No, a hundred percent, a hundred percent. But I mean, you, can, how could you look at George Lucas and say you're, you don't know what you're talking yeah. about? Like, you know, it's because he could just be like, no, no, that's not true. But you I, put it in your movie for anybody no, to true. say that they know, like that there are some <laughs> kind of, you know, quote unquote expert on Star Wars. I mean, I'm sure that there's people out there, but that really, like, really, there's so much. There's a ridiculous spanning, amount out there. you know. What 60 70 years of this stuff? I don't think so, guy. I don't think so. And and just when you think that you know about like say you learn everything about the lore, well then there's all the merchandise and stuff. There's all the 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 facts about the filmmaking and the and the creation of all there's so and much. At this point by the time you catch up, there's a new show, there's another book yeah. out, there's another fan story out that that they've canonized or something i don't know it's it's ridiculous but passing passing it really cool passing it along to the boys which is what we were talking about Mm -hmm. um the i don't know it's just one of those things where it's like when we were watching when we were watching the films it seemed very much like they were indifferent about it they were happy to spend time with us doing it but Mm -hmm. they were like yeah whatever um, even with episode three, which is where I thought it was really going to shine, uh, because you know, it's newer and, but then they, they got started to get into kind of like the uh, sequel trilogy with Ray. But again, it was, it wasn't that they mostly like BB eight. Yeah. Cause Alex almost cried when he thought BB eight died. Uh, it, he it, was upset. Dude. It was, yeah. It he was jumped kind to conclusions. of funny. It was, he jumped to every single conclusion <laughs> and none of them were good for him. <laughs> He loves BB-8 and uh, Grogu like it's nobody's business. Well, and that's what I was going to get to uh, was was Mandalorian. I'm just so happy because currently we're watching, you know, we're trying to catch the boys up on all the Mandalorian stuff. And um, they're 
they're definitely getting in. They're like they're into the Mandalorian. Yeah, they do like that. For something, I don't know if it was the movies were just too long, or there's a lot more dialogue that has to go into that. Yeah, but they really do like the Mandalorian and her somewhat staying on story track. Kind yeah, of, I they understand they a little bit more. I think they are, and, and I don't really like. I don't know if I had to choose, I would have rather them get hooked on the movies, but. Oh, yeah. I'm just happy that they're finding a passion and a love for Star Wars in some way, shape, or form. Um, so I, I'm just I'm excited about it. Even like, I don't know. I also didn't really think a space western would be the one. Like, it's, it's just they, a, they caught their eye. Yeah, <laughs> but it's it's definitely because of Baby Yoda, Baby you know Grogu. That's definitely what it is. But oh yeah, 100%. I don't. I it's a care. cute little character they love. Whatever <laughs> hook it is that gets them into it, I'm in. <laughs> I'm all I'm all here for it. That's why they were into the other to seven, eight, and nine is because BB. Yeah, <laughs> they just kept wanting to see what was going to happen to him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, hundred percent. And like, um, you know, there's, I mean, not that you'd really have to try too hard with a child or a, especially a boy, but you know, getting them into video games was huge. You know, yeah. the, the fact that both of them are, are gamers, gamers, like. Yeah, they both love, they're, they're definitely different types of gamers, but they're both they're just young gamers. That's well, they know. both game differently, a lot differently. Oh, between each other? Yeah. Yeah. Like, Alex, Alex is a little brother. He plays the little brother. Well, he plays little brother, but he also plays more the, um, the creative part of yeah. it and designing part of it. Nick's more like the, let's go and let's yeah, get in this action. Little brother syndrome. So it's two different, like. Yeah, well, that's like how it. that's how um, you know my brother was was good at video games, but you know I, obviously he wasn't going to be as good as me. I had more practice than him, and it's the same with Alex. I mean, you know, Alex might get the jump on Nick every now and then. So then, in order for video games to be fun, since you can't beat the guy who showed you video games, you got to find your own way. So of course he's into creative stuff. It's also the same reason like my brother would go like we'd be playing a, a versus match and. You know what pissed me off more than anything? When he had decided that he didn't care about winning at all and it would be more fun to just off himself so many times that he loses the game because he knew that would upset me. I've seen Alex do this. <laughs> oh, yeah, he loves Yeah, that's <laughs> just funny. that's just being the little brother. <laughs> you just figure that out, man. I guess that's fair. They've also, in the creative part and the go-getting, like you can get better at go-getting, but then you also get some weird moments when Alex does the creative wins. Like Fortnite solo, teaming up with somebody in a solo match that somehow they didn't kill each other till the end. Pretty. Oh funny. yeah, that was funny. That was pretty funny. Yeah, that was. Pretty Nick wild. was mad. Yeah, and it was pretty funny. <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah, it's just cool to get them into video games. It's cool that they're into, you know, Star Wars. Me and Alex got to bond over Legos and stuff, um, which was awesome. Oh, I just like the idea of like passing those down. It it feels good. Yeah, I don't know. it does. It's like you're you're. We've already made them little copies of ourselves. Now we just got to give them the same personalities. <laughs> well, we don't have a lot of family traditions. Like we're not, we don't have family traditions to pass down. So we try to pass on like just stuff we like is basically the way we go. I mean, so we pass down like video gaming, like Star Wars of some sort, doing Legos and stuff with them, which is stuff they already tend to like anyways. But, I didn't really have a family uh, traditions growing up, but I like, I mean, I got them their first, you know, knives. I'm going to take them shooting for the first time. These are all kind of typical male, you know, traditions that typically happen when you're, especially in, you know, a certain, certain group of America. But 
Yeah, I don't <laughs> fall within that group of America, but there are certain values and stuff that I, I believe in. And, you know, the, I think I think uh, having a healthy respect of, of that kind of thing, it, it changes you. It changes the way that you behave. I can agree with that. Yeah. Chivalry is not dead. Being a gentleman is not dead. My boys will know that. So what it's does it do with knives and gun? Well, it's 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 in a similar it's in a similar vein of of uh, teaching. Um, there's not. I don't know how to say this without <laughs> getting canceled. I'm very confused. There's a certain there's a, <laughs> there's, there's a just, there's certain things that uh, uh, like you just you're not supposed to teach your boys because it's toxic masculinity and stuff like that, or you know it goes against you know feminism because females are supposed to be able to do stuff for themselves which obviously that's not the point the point is to try to be the best man you can be and you know there's plenty of bad ones out there so i'm just trying to you know teach the right one <laughs> teach them to be the right ones and i just think that there's some fundamental things that need to be taught and i wasn't taught them so i'm gonna try to try my best to teach them so it's not really a tradition that was given to me, but it is. I hope that if if the values that I hope to teach them through doing the things that I'm doing, I hope do become a tradition. I hope that when they have sons, that they give them, you know, their first knife that's engraved with some kind of you know special meaning in their name and for Christmas at a certain age, and they do the same thing with, you know, teaching them how to shoot guns and stuff like that. If they have boys, if they decide to have children, whatever, they can do whatever they want. I hope they do. They can teach their daughters that if they have daughters. They absolutely can. Yeah. There's no reason to say that a woman can't. Are you going to teach the boys to change my tire? Absolutely. Cool, because then I'm going to make go do that when yeah. they get old enough. Absolutely. If I knew anything about knot tying, I'd teach them how to tie knots. I taught them. I taught uh, Nick how to um, tie his shoes. Which has already been a pain. It was not. Uh, what do you mean? Is he struggling with it? <laughs> Teaching kids to tie shoes is why they Velcro is so popular. No, I know, but I've ta I taught him. Is he struggling now? A little bit, yeah. Okay, all right. We'll just go through it again. <laughs> but I mean, like there, there's a there, there's also a big thing. You know, it's one of the reasons I uh, I taught them how to play chess. Um, it's it's a it's it's a ego it's a it's a confidence boost. You know, and when you when you remind them that hey, you used to not be able to do you know this thing. You know, and and it took some time, but you learned how to do it. You know, and just reminding them that when they're presented with a new problem, like tying your shoes, uh, it was it was a big confidence boost for Nick, and he figured it out within minutes. I mean, he was tying his shoe; he tied his shoe like twenty times that day, and I only had to show him like twice. But you got to remind them every now and then, like, "Hey, I know you're frustrated. You were frustrated with this too, but now you're an expert. Remember, <laughs> just you know, it's gonna be all right, dude." You know? Calm down. We'll get through this. I'm glad that works for you because when I try that, it doesn't work. Yep, well, <laughs> Mom it, gets a different reaction than dad does out of most I understand. Things. I understand that I'm treated differently. It's, a, it's okay. I've come to expect that. Also, it helps that I'm usually the second one. I'm not usually the first to, to initiate these, these things. I'm not the one that goes up to Nick and says, hey, let's go. We're going to learn how to tie your shoes. It's you going up today saying, hey, we're going to learn how to tie your shoes. Then you get frustrated over a couple of weeks of him not learning it. And then he comes to me and, you know, maybe you were just one dig away from the diamond. But, I, boy, it was me who did it. So, you know, I get to take the credit, which is awesome. But, yeah, I mean, it's it's probably because of the amount of work that you've already put in. So, 
but it oh. does help. <laughs> the lessons. Yeah, the there are lessons behind all of them. Passed on from father to father. From Wait, mother. what? I don't know, man. I'm just saying things at this point. Yeah. It's a podcast. I don't know. It's, <laughs> I, don't know. I just thought it was something cool to talk about because the all passing down Star Wars thing. Because, again, we don't have a lot of... We're, we don't have traditions as a family. Like, we're growing with a couple here and there, but nothing big to, like, pass down to them. I just don't think... And little things like that. I don't think really that cool. you understand what a tradition is, or, or maybe that you have this this uh, grandiose or maybe, like, um, fairy tale esque uh, idea of what a, what a tradition is. Something you do every year, usually a specific time or date. Yeah, so you're just talking about Christmas traditions. That's all you're talking about. Well, they about. have them all year round. No, no. We do have traditions. We go out and you know trick or treat. Mm-hmm. We uh, have sausage. That balls we just started that Christmas. this year. That was not our fault. I'm just saying that it's like we're we have, slowly we have, picking up traditions here and there, but we don't have that. What many do you right mean? Now. What are you talking about right now? You have, <laughs> also, your whole sausage ball every year. We this is only the second year I decided to make them. Last Whatever. year I made them because we did a home thing. This year I was like, screw it, I'm making them again because they were delicious. We usually we've usually had breakfast. We usually have presents to open. We usually That's put up Christmas. a tree. Yeah, we have a Christmas tradition. Just because it's the oh. majority doesn't mean that it's not a tradition that we have. <laughs> we we light off fireworks on Fourth of July. That's our tradition. Tradition. Yes, it comes. We didn't from, do that last year. Yes, we did. I almost got my face blown off by a firework last year. Oh, last year. That was the year we just had. The year before that, we didn't. Wait, 2021? <laughs> that was 2021, wasn't it? 2020, we didn't. Did we not? No. I thought that was the first year that I did fireworks. No, it was 2018 or 19 you did it. Man, look, time is an illusion. It doesn't matter, <laughs> time it. is irrelevant. Doesn't matter. But if we don't, we go somewhere <laughs> to see it, or or at the very least, we make some kind of conscious effort to do it. I'm not, listen, you're, <laughs> you're splitting hairs here. <laughs> Can you imagine trying to split a hair? Pretty difficult. Their hairs are really thin. And that's traditions. <laughs> so what do you think of Venom 2, Devin? Well, okay, so I watched the first one with the... Well, we've seen the first one together. We've already seen yes. the first one. I think I've seen it twice. Yeah, probably. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, well, no, I think me and you watched it, and then I wanted to watch it with the kids. So we watched it all together very possible yeah but we watched it again uh while you were at work and then you came home and we watched venom 2 anyway, yes that's why we watched venom 2 i would just like venom 2 more than one um i liked it woody harrelson was great as always that guy's popping up in so many things every I'm soon. big fan of woody <laughs> woody harrelson's great yeah. yeah it was it was pretty good um i think that chick by the way was the parts of the caribbean chick you said that. Yeah, I, I think so. I'm just saying. I don't know. She's a crazy person there. She's a crazy person there. They're both the same person. All right, summarize the movie for me because I don't I don't really remember. All right. Uh, well, Venom and Brock are having marriage issues oh, and they're fighting. What, yeah, that's what it was. They're basically fighting. They're married, basically fighting, <laughs> upset with each other. Eventually, they break up, and then at the end, they got to get back together again to defeat everything. That's their summary. Bad guy summary is in this, it wasn't a sane asylum, it was like some kind of experimental place, whatever, mm. they experimented on people. 
and they did something to two people. They took the girl away because she became too powerful, and they locked her into something that a place that didn't exist. Wait, did he have her. powers? I don't think so. And it wasn't a place where they experimented. Well, I think they were experiment because she said my powers are getting too strong, and he was in the same place. So I think either he hadn't been experimented on, or whatever they did to him did not work. And mm. then whatever. I don't think that part was crazily explained, unless I just missed a lot. But either way, eventually he got out. He killed four people or something like that. Ended up in jail. And then Brock is a reporter. For all those who don't know, Eddie Brock, Venom are a reporter. So he goes to talk to this guy in jail because this guy wanted Brock to Brock specifically to put out a story. I don't remember why. I don't really. I don't really know why. I don't remember. I think he just like liked him. Like in most of these types of movies, I just like you, so I want you to tell me. I want you to tell my story. I don't know why that's a thing with serial killers, but in movies it is. I don't know if that's real life or not. But <laughs> he wanted him specifically to do it at some point. They say each other something, and then he gets attacked by him. Venom, no, Venom gets mad, punches dude in a cell. I don't remember what his name is. And at some point, bad guy bites Brock Venom and turns into something else. Uh -huh. Like he bites him and gets basically Venom's blood inside of him. And that creates a different symbiote that lives now within... I cannot remember this guy's name. In it's the movie? bugging me. Yeah, what is his name? Oh, I don't know what his name is in the movie. Yeah. He turns into Carnage, which we find out later is like Venom's son in yeah. this world. It turns into Venom's son. Because it's funny, he walks in and he's like, oh, that's a red one. We gotta go. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that, yeah was that was pretty funny. good. <laughs> that was pretty good. It was nice being able to see both of them at the same time because... I always thought they were kind of one and the same. I never realized, like, I never thought about it. What do you mean? I don't know, like, before, like, Venom, the new movies have come out, I always thought, like, Venom, Carnage, they're kind of, like, the same thing. Because that's well, how they depicted the it, just different colors. Like, I don't know. They are the same thing. They're both symbiotes. Yeah. Uh, Vel? Or, or Kel? Is I think it's the... I can't remember. It's something like that, though, is the name of the species. They come from, oh, a, they them, come yeah. from a planet. But Carnage basically Venom's son that is now living in this other guy because right. I don't know how that reproduction works. I it's, don't know, man. But I'm gonna accept it and just move on. A little bit of that Venom got mixed <laughs> with some some Woody Harrelson blood. Yeah, evidently, that makes a Carnage. I guess I don't know. <laughs> uh, but it was nice to see. Excuse me. It was nice to see both movies in the same day because. I don't know that Carnage was better. I don't. I'm not sure of that. I think it was good, but I'm not sure it was better. I don't think so. I like the storyline of one. Plus, also the whole like fighting between Venom and Brock. Just I don't know. I understand why it happened, but it also they could have left that out. Yeah, it was funny. I like the the fighting better in one because it's more like them having to learn to accept each other. This other one, it's more like oh, we've lived together too long you I'm, I'm done type of thing i don't know that i don't know. I, don't know um i think it was the pacing the pacing felt weird for me on venom 2 like with episode one or movie one whatever um it, it seemed like i don't know even that one kind of had pacing issues but everything kind of you know ramped up and then was brought down a little bit ramped up and brought down and ramped up and brought down in a mm -hmm. nice kind of cohesive way whereas that one Carnage did it, it didn't it didn't have the same. It ramped up and then stayed up there basically the whole time. 
Yeah, except for there would be like there would be drop offs. Like it wouldn't just be like a ramp up and then kind of a ramp down. It would be like and then straight back up. Like yeah, it was weird. I don't know. I think that's that's ultimately my issue. It wasn't the acting. It wasn't the performance. It wasn't uh, the 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 bad guy or the good guy. It wasn't the script. I think that was really just my problem with it. It just felt it felt like a lesser movie to me. I don't know why. Mm. I guess that's the only reason why. But it is good. It is still good. If you haven't seen it, go watch it. It's great. Yeah. Especially it was also like interesting them. to see Venom, which this is my argument too, because Venom's whole thing is he could only bond with Brock. I don't remember why exactly. Without killing him, unlike most other people, they would he kill them or something like that. Yeah. Yet he bonded with her girlfriend and that random chick at the store. Yeah. Even for a split second, but he bonded with them and they didn't die out of nowhere. Like, what? <laughs> then Brock wasn't that special or Venom was lying somewhere. I think it's somewhere in between. I think that it depends on the host for the symbiote. Depends on how long that they can last. And I guess Eddie and Eddie Brock was like the perfect match, which is why he could live with them indefinitely. Yeah. I don't remember the, I'm pretty sure that is explained in one. I don't remember. <laughs> yeah. I think it was too. Um, Cause there's, there was a couple of different, you know, variations like the, the one in the first movie, I think Venom, uh, I think it was Venom was eating like the fish from that uh, lady from the spaceship crash. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm talking mm-hmm. about? Mm-hmm. And she made it all the way to, like, the airport or something like that. But eventually he did have to change bodies because and the body died. Like, so. Mm-hmm. But then at the same time, um, uh, one of the other symbiotes in the lab, like, would bond to somebody and they would immediately die. So there's some. Yeah, there's a weird genetic thing. And I don't remember if it was explained or not. I just thought it was I funny just explained that. I it to you. Yeah, but I just thought it was funny that this person died, and all of a sudden these other two people are totally fine, though. Like, yeah. there was no repercussions. They both were just fine for as long as the movie needed them to be alive. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I felt that was like it was a little cheating. I don't know. <laughs> it was good, though. I enjoyed it. I like that they never cleaned up him. They kept Brock looking, like, tired. He was done with life. Oh, yeah. He was all musty. Like, he, lo- he looked like he smelled musty the whole movie. <laughs> And I thought that was very good of them. They didn't try to clean him up at the beginning or the end. Like, sometimes they like to do with superheroes and stuff. He looks like if I touched him in real life, he'd be damp. And I don't know why. He looks like he's always damp. And it's brilliant. But it's so weird. Compared to, again, all these other superheroes and stuff. All polish and stuff. (laughs) I guess he's the anti-superhero in a way. Yeah, he's well, he's an anti-hero, yeah. They just, even when um, Venom's out. He looks moist. <laughs> he moist. Looks, he looks moist. They both always look wet. Neither of them ever look like dry and clean. Like they just came out of a shower. Neither of them ever. And it's kind of funny. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I thought it was like, it was funny to watch them kind of bicker like an old married couple. That was fun. I think it was a lot of fun. I think it was just, I don't know, a little extra. But I guess for Venom, even one, they would kind of had a similar thing where they kind of did that. So it was kind of funny. I don't know. I hope he ends up in Spider-Man. Well, it looks like he won't. It looks like a piece of Venom will of some sort. Spoiler alerts if well, you haven't I, seen the movie I, yet. As we said last time, the whole show <laughs> is. So. <laughs> I don't know. We'll see how it works out. I do like this. I also really like this version of Venom in general out of any like the other Venom we've seen. 
which what? was from three. Spider Man three, the original or whatever. I don't know if they call it the original or not. But Toby number three. Tobey Maguire's Spider-Man. Yeah. With that Eddie Brock, because that Eddie Brock, I'm going to say it, is a bitch. That's because Topher Grace is a bitch. <laughs> so that's, there's no... <laughs> <laughs> the Eddie Brock they have for Venom, he, he he looks musty and it just works. <laughs> yeah, what's his name? <laughs> I love it. I don't remember his name. Once you say it out loud and be like, yep, that I was know, it. I know, and I, I love him. As he lo- he, he play- looks like his name is Eddie Brock, though, too. He plays Alfie Solomon in uh, Peaky Blinders, and I'm so upset I yeah, can't remember. Yeah, he does. Oh, yeah. I just like it. Um, number two, I'd say it's only a, it's like one point lower than one, but they're pretty close. Like, they did a good job not completely destroying number one or completely overtaking no, no, it. No, definitely not. Definitely they not. did a good job. Carnage was a sick bad guy too. He was very cool. The fight scenes were cool. Uh, the the sprinkled in comedy was nice. I I feel like there was a little too much comedy in those sometimes. There was a couple months I'm like, did well, you have to have that joke? That's because Mar- Marvel has like this almost not perfect, but almost perfect amount of comedy, and they know where to put it. And Sony's just trying to copy it the best that they can. You can't you can't sue them for trying. So what do you give it? I don't know. Did, did Marvel try to sue them yet? I don't know. I will say, yeah, Marvel does a great job of that. Like, the sprinkling just a little mm-hmm. bit. And then Venom's is, like, it's so close. There was, close. It, yeah. they, were, they were, like, one joke off. They were yeah. that close. <laughs> I couldn't even tell you which one. But it was just, like, it was it was right there to where it would have been perfect. So. If I had to rate the movie. Uh, well, you do. Uh, am I rating just Venom 2? Because that's the one we're mainly yes, talking about. Yes, we're rating Venom 2. Venom 2. I would give it a 3.4. Yeah, yeah. I think it's a solid movie, but there, it definitely could have been done better. I don't think the acting is the issue either. I think there's just there's some kind of story in there that was either rushed, not done enough in certain areas of the Again, movie. I, that's, I yeah. have the same exact feeling about it. I can't yeah. tell you why I didn't like it as yeah. much. Because like, everything, because when I single every every, every element scene out, it's yeah, it's good. fine, it's good. But altogether, it's just like yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I don't it's know like a puzzle that's almost perfect, and you can't figure out why it's not fitting. And together. I have a feeling that as we do more of these movie ratings and stuff, we'll get a little bit more in tune as to what like we like and don't like. Because yeah. like I, I'll be yeah. I'll be honest, I'm not a movie critic. I just usually generally watch movies and have a good time. I don't really yeah. I don't really break. I don't things watch down. movies to break stuff down or yeah. to like rate them. I'm just watching them. And they're like, oh, that was either really good or oh, that was a. Yeah, but, only, okay. but just in the nature of having these conversations and breaking movies down, we are going to get a little bit more, you know, in tune as far as, you know, what we think was missing and stuff here. Un- and there. It, it will not be, con- it won't be a conscious decision, but we're going to be thinking about how we're going to talk about, you know, each scene as we watch movies and it'll just get worse and worse. Maybe in a year from now, we'll see Venom 2 again. Maybe we'll figure out what that missing piece was Maybe. or like what. Because, again, I loved it, and I like I want to rate it really high, but there's just there's something. There is something that I don't know what it is that yeah. just I can't quite rate it that high. Well, I'm also going to give it a 3.4, which gives Venom 2, Let There Be Carnage, an average score of 3.4. It was a solid movie. I, th- I still think everyone should go watch it, even yeah, though rating's not. It's still really good. I mean, it's pretty high. And then at the ending, That's they well also tie it, it into the new Spider-Man. So if you're into the Marvel Universe, at least watch it to see that ending scene and how that kind of ties in with what he was already doing. 3.4 is not a low score. That is 
Oh, almost it's low in, compared to our other scores. Yeah, we've but given that's because we don't know past. what we're doing, and this <laughs> might even be too low. We don't know what we're doing. Okay, we're just we're still learning. Okay, but that's almost an entire point over half. Yeah, that's pretty damn good in my opinion. I can't even tell you a movie that's that I would put below two. Below two? Yeah. Can you think of one off the top of your head? Below two? Below two. Strawberry shortcake. Sweet dreams. All right, I don't I know that, that one. Movie. Thanks, guys, for listening <laughs> and or watching. Make sure you like and subscribe. Uh, we'll see you next week. Make for sure another you, episode. For another episode of the other show with Justin Devin. Make sure you drink your water. Cold or warm. Just All drink right. it. Drink your water. <laughs> hey, if you enjoyed listening to that episode, you can find more. Just go to graymanmediaco.com and you find all things the other show. 